Welcome to Heels in the Courtroom, a podcast about successfully navigating law and life, featuring the women trial attorneys at the Simon Law Firm. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. Hopefully, you all listened to last week's episode where I gave a little bit of a background about having been in job interviews for an outside organization, and we had a number of questions that we asked the candidates. Last week, we talked about things that you dislike and how to get motivated to get through them. And this week, we're talking about what makes you proud. So as typical, I did a little research and I Googled the word proud. So feeling deep pleasure or satisfaction as a result of one's own achievements, qualities, or possessions. And I thought, wow, that's really requiring us to show other people how cool we are. I know everyone's laughing, but that's hard for us to do sometimes. We try to be humble. We try to stay focused on the job and just put our heads down and do our job. So this is going to require everyone in this room to tell everyone that's listening how great you are. So I would be remiss if I didn't introduce everyone. We have a full house again today. We have Liz Lenovey, Elizabeth McNulty, Megan Crow. Erica Slater, and Mary Simon. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Hello. All right. So we're starting with Megan today. Megan, what makes you proud? So I thought of two things when you first introduced this topic. One was a little bit more superficial. I was thinking hard skills, I guess, that we encounter in our everyday life. And then after that initial thought, I had another more philosophical and deeper thought. So the first thing that came to my mind that was the more superficial one was just my writing. I do take pride in my writing and I enjoy doing it. So I think that really helps because when you're confident and you enjoy doing something, I think the work product benefits. The more philosophical answer that I had, which was actually really the first thing that came to my mind, was just my place of work and being here. This was a decision that I made to want to work here. It was something that I really aspired to do. You've probably heard me beat this horse to death on this podcast, but I initially reached out to talk about working here as sort of this very aspirational, maybe one day, 15 years down the line, I want to work for your firm, but like right now, how do I just make the initial switch to working at any plaintiff's firm? And then when the opportunity actually arose to work here, I was like, this is a dream. So it is something that I'm very proud of to get to work at this firm that I really believe in. We do work that I really believe in and working in this community of women that is so strong. I'm proud to get to say that I'm friends and coworkers with every single woman in this room. I mean, it's incredible. I, there's not a single person sitting here who I haven't had a conversation with a friend who is a lawyer at a different firm or not even a lawyer at all and being like, yeah, I get to work with them. They're badass. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it. <laughs> Mary, what are you proud of? Something I'm really proud of is that I recently tried a case with another attorney in this office, and I am, as I guess the listeners probably know by now, I'm a new mom-ish. I mean, my daughter's one, so I still consider myself a new mom. And navigating that week, I'm so proud of myself because I let myself have so much fun and excitement in trial. And I normally, for the first year of Nora's life, I kept having that kind of like nagging parent guilt of, 
eh, like, should I work late tonight? Or just, I feel like sometimes if I'm giving my 100% into my work and then I'm not showing up at dinner time, it's like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? But I genuinely, like I shared with my husband about it, I genuinely was having so much fun working and trying the case that I just told myself at the very, very beginning, I'm going to let myself be excited about this and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to do a really good job for the clients. And I am so proud of myself because every single day, whether or not I made it home for bedtime or had to leave before, you know, breakfast was ready for my kid. I made it. I put it in the fridge. I at least got her breakfast ready. So I did my part there. But I just am so proud of myself that I let myself absolutely give 125% to my work. And it's not that I don't do it all the time. It's that I literally get in my own head about whether or not that's okay to do. And I give myself absolute, unconditional, full permission to be happy throwing myself into my job as much as I want to and need to because I like doing that. And there's just a narrative, I feel like, historically that women, moms specifically, like, oh, you're a working mom, but like, you're just a working parent. It's just a working parent. You don't have to just be a working mom or, you know, there were comments made at some point throughout the trial, you know, well, go home and see your kid at the end of the trial day or something. And I, you know, I just let that roll. And I just stayed proud of myself for throwing myself into work 100% without any guilt. And a year ago, I didn't think I'd get here to feel that way. And I just unequivocally, I have the support of every woman in this room. And I learned it from the women in this room that it is absolutely okay to be 100% committed to your work, especially if it's during a trial. Erica, you said this in the podcast from last week, but it's a day and the day goes by and time goes on. And I had that mindset in the trial. I just was like, Monday is going to come and go. Tuesday is going to come and go. And every single individual day, I'm going to commit 100% to that. And that's what I did. And I'm just so proud of myself for not once flinching at having every ounce of my energy going into my work. We are proud of you, too. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Feels so good to actually share that. And I hope anyone who's listening right now, if you've got a kid or anything going on in your, you know, quote unquote, personal life, we've already talked about how it's so much intersection between being a trial attorney and having a family of whatever kind. If there's something that you're really excited about and committed to in your work, let yourself be excited about it. It's completely fine to do that. And I kind of experimented with that during this trial, but I'm so happy I let myself enjoy that time and I would do it again. Absolutely. And I want my daughter to know that she can do that too anytime she wants. It's a different perspective for me. And I hope that anyone listening like has that little burst of energy to spend a little bit more time doing your like work professionally if that's what you want to do. If that's how you want to spend your time, that's completely fine for you to do and you're valid in doing it. And that's it. I'm glad I was there. <laughs> I am proud of this room. I know we're supposed to talk about individually, but I am very proud of this room and the women in this room and believe that in some small way I've contributed to the room and at helping each and every one of you be proud of yourselves for whatever things that we're talking about today. I'm also proud of myself for my persistence in so many things. It just takes getting up and doing it every day, whether it's coming to work, 
working on your marriage, trying to be a good daughter, wife, sister, cousin, mother, whatever your roles are in life, I have learned through just doing it that you can be successful if you're persistent. And looking back on the things that I'm proud of in my life, I think that might be the key that you just don't give up on it. If it's important to you, whether it's your career, your marriage, raising your children, taking care of your parents, being the best soccer coach that you want to be or volleyball player or whatever it is in your life, if you show up and commit to it every day, there really is very little that anybody could tell me that would make me feel like I wasn't successful at it. And no reason that anybody can give to make me feel like I shouldn't be proud of that. I do get down on myself, largely because I feel like I haven't done enough in any one particular area. And that kind of goes back to our whole work-life balance, which we all hate that phrase and until we find a new one. But I wake up every single day with an automatic list in my head about what I'm going to do today whether it's Saturday, Wednesday, whatever day of the week it is. And every single day, there's something innate in me that makes me go through that list and check off whatever it is. Now, I'm not always successful, but every morning I get up and I have the drive and the ambition to do it. I wish I could figure out where that comes from, You could say it's just the way you were raised, or again, it's just part of your personality. I was blessed with this drive, this ambition to be successful at the things that I've chosen to do, because I know people who just don't have those opportunities. So I'm also very proud that I can recognize that I am blessed, and I say lucky, But then my favorite quote about that is, the harder I work, the luckier I am. But I think I'm just proud of getting up every day and giving every day my best. And then I would be remiss if I didn't say I was also proud of my children and my husband. (laughs) I don't want anybody to be misunderstood. Of course, Um, of course. But Erica, you look like you're ready to go. Oh, well, I don't know if I can follow mine with, Yours, because your closing is my start. (laughs) I think I'm always going to have the same answer for the rest of my life. I'm most proud of my family because it was so close to not happening. And I'm sorry I'm getting emotional about this. I probably always will if I talk about it this completely. But I am so proud of the courage that I had to have and made in a split-second decision to date my wife after getting to age 27 not dating women. And then once I met my wife, having the courage to face whatever came together. And that one decision has been the root for me of everything that has gone right. And through my relationship with my wife, I have my kids, my two girls I'm very proud of. But I also met her when I was practicing for a year. 
her support and encouragement has made the difference in everything we do on a day-to-day basis at work. So I credit her with helping me become a better attorney and being more self-confident. But also, you know, when we're younger, some people have like a very laid out plan for their life. And my plans are being executed. The only difference is I thought that there was a dude standing out there (laughs) for a long time. And when I could recognize that, you know, she was my future, it really helped unlock the doors to all the things that I wanted in life. And so I think for the rest of my life, there's plenty of things that I'm very proud of and, you know, I'm happy to have achieved or, you know, relationships that I've maintained or been lucky enough to have. But she has really been the core of everything that I'm proud of and everything that I will continue to work hard for. And I'll have to tell her to listen to this episode. Please, I'll <laughs> um, tell her. I'll tell her. Yeah, because I feel like to listen to it because I'll be in trouble. I know. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, because I, I should tell her every day, and I hope I do. But you know, when you are raising two little kids, you know, the day goes by fast. The weekends go by even faster. And if you stop and think about it, like, Amy, thank you for giving the opportunity for us to do it today. It really is a huge deal. And I'm just so thankful and I'm so proud. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Did it. Elizabeth. Terrific. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Was it you or am I in trouble? (laughs) That's funny. Okay, well, I really don't want to follow that. Gosh, y'all, you know, I do not like to brag about myself. So this is a very uncomfortable question for me. Something that I'm very proud of is that I took the harder path, I think, in life. I am from a relatively small town in Kentucky. Amy, I know you're familiar. Most people, at least my age, you know, you go to college, maybe you leave the town, go to college, and then you go back. And I chose not to do that. And when I went to college, I kind of branched out from my high school friends. And, you know, that was hard. And then I decided I want to go to law school and I was going to stay at UK and go there and then applied to Wash U and decided that, you know, I'm going to move to a city where I don't know anyone and go to a really good law school and be very challenged. And that was really difficult. And I didn't have to do that. And I think that it's gotten me to where I am now. And that's a place that I'm really proud to be a career that is obviously not the easy path when you want to be a lawyer. Being a trial attorney is probably one of the harder paths that you can choose. So I'm proud that, you know, I chose that path and certainly kind of branched out from probably what I thought my life would look like when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, probably even, you know, in my early 20s. And I think something that I'm additionally proud of is that I've done a lot of it on my own. Sure, I have the support of friends and family, but I kind of moved to a town where I didn't know anyone and lived on my own for the first time and achieved a lot of firsts just out here on my own and You know, my parents are very supportive, but it's still hard. And it's something that I am very proud of because, you know, the days can be difficult and they can be long, especially in your first couple of years of practice. But I'm really proud to be here and wouldn't have made it this far without the support of all of you. So that is what I'm proud of. Yay. Okay. Well, I am in the incredibly unenviable position to go last after hearing so many great answers by five women that I think are brilliant and passionate and all 
deserve to be so proud of themselves as much as I am so proud of all of you. And I have been spinning my wheels trying to think of how I could possibly follow up any of that. And I'm going to give myself the grace of saying, I'm not competing with anyone's answer. (laughs) Grace is granted. Yes. So I tried to think about this, Megan, really from the start, because you and I had the same answer. Initially, I wrote it down of, well, I'm proud of where I'm at. And I said, okay, well, if Megan's already said that, I got to think of something else. So I throughout this episode, I've been just jotting little notes down to myself about what am I proud of? And I am proud of where I'm at. And I'm proud of the fact that I went to law school. And I'm proud of the fact that I graduated college. And I think about all of that in terms of my family. That's where it all comes back to. I've given some background on myself in prior episodes, sort of scattered. I'm sure if anyone has listened to any previous episodes, people know that my dad passed away during law school. I'm incredibly honored to have been his daughter and to have gotten to know him and to have had his influence on me and to be able to carry on what I think is his legacy because my dad was so smart and he loved arguing and he loved the law. And I think if he had been blessed with a better circumstance in life, he would have been a lawyer. But he was in a situation where he didn't get to graduate from high school. He dropped out of high school, joined the military, and he made the best of what life handed him. And he carried that attitude with him until the day he died. I also think about my sister, who is much younger than me. I was 22 when we lost my dad. She was only nine, though. And I think about her, and she just graduated from high school, and next week she's moving into college. She's moving into the dorms. Mm -hmm. And how incredibly proud I am of her and proud of, hopefully, the influence I've had on her and the role model that I have been for her and sort of the second parent role that I was thrust into. And I'm proud of the way I've fulfilled that. Finally, I I think about my mom. I think about my husband, too, and I owe him a lot. (laughs) Everyone's been talking about spouses, and Steve is great, but I really, when I was thinking about this episode, I took it back to sort of my core family, you know, my day ones, and I finished it with my mom. And again, I've given a little bit of backstory on my mom before, but my mom and I came to this country in 1994. I was three years old. She was 32, which is only one year older than I am right now. She left her family, she left her country, she left every friend she ever had, everything she ever knew behind to bring me here so that I could have every opportunity. And that's a really heavy burden to have, but it's one that I feel incredibly blessed because it meant my mom, my mom was hard on me as a kid and I joke about the tiger mom, but there is a lot of that pressure from, and I'm sure there are first generation people listening to this right now that can identify with where your parents remind you, I left everything so that you could have everything. And it is a blessing and it is a burden, but it is one that I'm so proud to be able to have achieved and I wrote it down, I am the realization of my mom's dreams. And that's something that I am so, so proud to be able to do not only for myself, but for my family, and most of all, for her. So that is what I am proud of. Can I just reemphasize my first one? (laughs) 
I'm really proud to be in this in this room right now and hearing all your stories and get to be influenced by all of you. (laughs) You're such a sleeper, Liz. Like you waited to be the last one for that. You waited. (laughs) We hope that our listeners have heard some similar stories from us today that they can relate to and feel similarly proud of themselves for whatever achievements and goals they've made, who they are and who they are to their loved ones. I will end because Liz, you mentioned your father and I lost, as you may know, I lost my father earlier this year and he never missed an opportunity, even in his late years, never missed an opportunity to tell me that he was proud of me. And that fills me up every day every single day. And I try to honor his memory by letting the people that are important to me know how proud I am of them. And that, of course, includes my boys and my husband and the women in this room, especially today. So thank you all for sharing your stories. I think we should applaud ourselves today for digging deep And again, for our listeners, thank you so much for writing this journey with us. We're also very proud of you all for giving us the opportunity to continue having these episodes and being inspired by you all as listeners. So thank you for that. We would encourage you all to endeavor in a similar exercise, whether it's with friends or just internally. It's always good to be proud of yourself and to think and remind yourself of all the reasons why you are proud of yourself. I know that we've been a little weepy today, but man, I feel good. (laughs) I feel really good. And hopefully our listeners can feel the same way. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. We would love to hear your comments at heelsinthecourtroom.law. Amy, Liz, Erica, Mary, Elizabeth, and Megan would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts to comments at heelsinthecourtroom.law and subscribe today 